Hey, everyone. Welcome to Ask the Expert. I'm Ross Brand. Ask the Expert is the show where we take your questions for our guest expert on the topic of the month, which today and this month is live streaming for nonprofits. Ask the Expert is brought to you by Livestream Universe and LivestreamUniverse.com, where you can find all of our schedules, past shows, and features. We also have daily updates with show recommendations on our Facebook page, Mondays through Fridays, at Facebook.com slash LivestreamUniverse. And joining us all the way from Chicago is Chris Strub. And I, before I even get into the introduction, Chris, uh, first of all, welcome. And second of all, I heard, I heard something... I think about a little baseball game or something going on over in Chicago. Do you know anything about yeah. that? You know, Ross, it's real funny. I got to pull out my little prop here. It's funny. There's all these W's popping up here around the city. I'm not really <laughs> quite sure what the W stands for. Uh, you know what? Not even win today. This stands for world champions. And as a 31 year old Cubs fan, you know, I've seen generations go by Harry Carey and Steve Bartman and, and, uh, the GOAT and Ernie Banks and all of these Cubs legends, and here we are. It's it's amazing. Uh, it's it's always amazing, and, and I'm so grateful to be here with you, Ross. I, I think it's magical. We have an opportunity to share this time together, but it's even more magical to be in the center of the universe today here in beautiful Chicago, Illinois, home of the world champion Chicago Cubs. That's awesome. Now, did you end up in Chicago for work, or did you end up uh, taking some time and just going there, or how did you how did you manage to be right on the scene today. Yeah. So amazingly, uh, I am here with work. So and I'm sure we'll get more into this in a moment, but I'm a social media consultant with Humana. And uh, we've got a great event coming up tomorrow night uh, here in one of the, the Chicago suburbs. And I uh, am here to assist and help with production of uh, the second in Humana's uh, brand new uh, Start With Healthy live video series. So uh, really, really excited to help make that happen. Uh, tomorrow, and the timing couldn't possibly be better. There's a, a little parade going on through the city, uh, surrounded by millions of Cubs fans here, and it's it's just it's an unreal atmosphere. It, it really, really is. That's awesome. Well, I'm so glad you got a chance to be there for you know what's really once in what three, four, or five generations, right? Were your your grandparents Cubs fans or your great grandparents? Like, how far back does it go? You know, I, I don't know that it's really uh, it, it's in my family at all. Uh, my dad was certainly a big Yankees fan, and uh, maybe he'll get a chance to, to watch this now. But, um, you know, I just wanted to kind of be a contrarian growing up. Uh, and, and I think that's still reflective now in my adult life is just wanting to be different for the sake of being different and uh, really embracing the, the lovable losers uh, sort of aspect uh, that is, is no more now, uh, that we're now the, the lovable winners which is uh, actually, how's how's this for another prop there? I just, I spent everything I've got here today on uh, my Cubs merchandise. So the lovable have, winners. You're going to have a full bag going back to, uh, going back yeah. to Louisville. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loading up and I'm sure I'll probably pick up some more tomorrow, but. Um, well, that that's awesome. Congratulations, man. Congratulations to the Cubs, everybody in Chicago. It's been a long time coming. It was such an awesome game last night. I really had a strain to stay up the last inning. I practically fell asleep the last half inning between outs, but forced myself to stay up. And what a, what an awesome, uh, 
awesome finish that was. So anyway, Chris, let me give you a proper introduction as we move on to the live streaming side of things. Chris is a very skilled live streamer and Snapchat storyteller. He's an innovator in using social video for social good. And he's the author of 50 States, 100 Days, the book chronicling his journey across the U.S., volunteering with youth organizations. Chris spoke twice at Summit Live in 2016, both uh, a full address and also on a panel. He was featured in, in major media for his trip across the U.S., such as Fox 5 New York, 6 ABC in Philadelphia, even appeared on live stream stars back in May. And I'm so honored that you often mention that that was your your favorite interview. Um, and so welcome back. You're currently working, as you mentioned, with Humana. You're based out of Louisville, Kentucky. But Chris has been traveling to the company's seven bold goal markets to work with community partners. And a big part of that deals with live video and social video and using those tools in support of organizations. He's also doing training and he's a vocal advocate for uh, Pay Away the Layaway, an organization that pays off layaway plans for needy families. Chris's website is teamstrub.com and he can be found across social media at Chris Strub. So you haven't been doing anything the last couple of years, have you? <laughs> yeah, I just sort of been lounging around, you know, <laughs> eating chocolate covered strawberries by the pool. No, it's been an amazing, amazing year. Um, I, I want to express my gratitude again, Ross, uh, firstly to you for having me on. I know this has been a couple months now in the making. Uh, and after, you know, reviewing uh, our first video back in May, uh, obviously there's been a lot of changes in my life as I started with Humana um, on June 1st. And we've got a whole slew of, of new experiences uh, to talk about uh, tonight. And more importantly, uh, to discuss ways that people watching live here in the audience and watching on replay uh, can apply some of these lessons um, to your organization or to your business. I'm really, really excited to get into that aspect of it because that's been so much of, uh, of what I've been doing the last uh, few months. Before before we get into, you know, how la nonprofits can use, just give a little background on, on your story. It's really an amazing story. You went across the country. Um, yeah. you, you, you hit 50 states in 100 days. The first person to live stream or Snapchat from all 50 states. Um, just just give everybody who, who didn't see the first interview or, or might not be familiar with yeah. with you yet. Tell them a little bit about how you how you went about how that came about and what your goal was and, you know, how that all kind of got things started for you. It seems like uh, eons ago now uh, that I traveled around the country, but it was only last year uh, that uh, May 15th to August 21st. Like you said, I visited all 50 U.S. states in 100 days. Uh, the, the idea came uh, to me after an experience with Pay Away the Layaway, which I'm extraordinarily grateful uh, for you mentioning that. Um, it's an organization that pays off layaway plans for families in low-income areas around the United States. It was founded by my friend Lee Karshauer, who was just married last weekend, so congratulations, Lee. Um, and after uh, volunteering with that organization for a day, uh, I realized that um, you know my purpose in life and my hope in life was to recreate that incredible feeling, uh, which is pretty amazing. I felt a similar feeling last night when, uh, by the way, the Cubs won the World Series, um, to be <laughs> able to um, bring that happiness and that joy uh, to people as much as I possibly could. And I've always been a big dreamer, a big thinker uh, in, in many aspects of my life. So I said, 
why not go to 50 states in 100 days, you know, unattached, no girlfriend, no wife, no kids, no uh, pets, um, you know, and certainly the energy and the, and the enthusiasm to try and pull off something that no one had done before. So, uh, you know, a lot of people ask, Chris, why did you go? And I always like to spin back and say, why not? You know, right. it was awesome. It was incredible. It was super cool uh, to be able to share those experiences through an old little app that uh, some people might remember. We call it Meerkat, um, you know, <laughs> using Periscope as well. Um, but as we see, and, you know, of course, we're interviewing now here on the Blue Jeans Network. And back in May, Ross and I spoke on Blab. And I'm sure in four or five we, months when we get a Try not to, to mention the B word. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry about that. But um, it's not about the platforms. It's so much exactly. about the people that, and we're able to connect with one another. And I've been so blessed uh, to be able con to connect and, and maintain these connections with awesome people like Nick Rishwain, who's here in the in the audience, uh, Mitch Jackson and Jen Hoverstad, uh, you know, and so many of these people, the, the Brian Fanzos of the world, the Jeff Goldbergs of the world, these amazing pioneers who really and, and Ross Brand himself, that we all believe in the power of these platforms and the ability for us to connect. And it's really incredible that um, we've been able to foster these friendships that um, if I were to walk up to, you know, to Ross or to Mitch or to, to Jen or to any one of these amazing people in this community, it would be like uh, we're old friends because in many ways we really are. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's been an extraordinary uh, year and a half um, and just a, a crazy, crazy path to get here. Um, but it, it really is a testament to the value of these amazing, amazing relationships that we're able to build uh, through the live streaming universe. Awesome. Awesome. I want to say a quick hello to everybody watching on Facebook. The show is called Ask the Expert. Our guest is Chris Strub, and we'll be talking all about live streaming for nonprofits and other organizations. If you have a question, you're watching on Facebook, please enter it into the chat. And we definitely want to bring your questions into this show. Ask the expert. It's all about your questions. And uh, if you enter them in the chat on Facebook, I'll be happy to ask Chris and get his thoughts on on how your organization can benefit from live video and how you can go about integrating live video into your uh, organization. And just quick hello to Mitch Jackson, April Roga. Thanks so much for joining us. Jen Nelson from Wine Antics. I know she's got a show later on. Uh, thanks for joining us. Cheval. Cheval John is on uh, Facebook live. Nick Rishwain is both on Facebook live and here in the room. Also candy Javier Saki is in the room. Alfredo is in the room. Thanks everybody for joining us. So Chris, you, you're now working with Humana and you mentioned to me before we got started that a lot of your work is in the same area. It's really pioneering the use of live video, uh, yes. With the the community partners that Humana works with, talk talk a little bit before we get to the the how. Talk a little bit about what you're up to right now. Sure. So um, you know, as you mentioned, uh, I'm blessed to have this incredible role with Humana. Uh, Humana has uh, this uh, structure in place called we call it the Bold Goal, and the Bold Goal is to improve health and wellness 
in their uh, communities, core communities, 20% by the year 2020. And to do that, they work with a network of uh, nonprofit and community organizations in each city that make up the health advisory board. My role with Humana is to get a chance to work individually with these organizations um, in each community, San Antonio, Knoxville, uh, Tampa, Broward County, uh, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and of course, Louisville, Kentucky. And I get a chance uh, day after day to go in and work individually with these organizations and uh, get into the nitty gritty of what they do and what they're about. And that's what's so special about this opportunity right now is if you're watching this live, uh, we'd love for you to, to pose your questions um, because that individual consultation, that, that idea um, that your uh, priorities and your goals are the most important thing is what I stress in every single meeting, right? Every strategy that you create, every initiative that you want to take, and that includes live video, it includes uh, Facebook posts and Twitter and billboards and newspaper and any way that you're marketing yourself, we want to start every conversation with what is it that you're trying to accomplish? What is it that your goal is um, with this uh, new opportunity, right? Live video is just, you know, we love it and it's great and I'm glad to be here, you know, using this tool, but it is a tool that is to be utilized among all of your marketing uh, initiatives uh, moving forward. And it's not a magic wand. You know, you can't just press a button and assume that because you're live on Facebook, it's going to work. You want to go in and you want to think about what Am I trying to accomplish? And then how can my organization create content in that vein that's going to accomplish that goal? So that can be, and, and within the context of all of the uh, consultations, if you will, that I've done, the answers really span the spectrum, right? So there really is no one right answer, you know, ooh, nonprofits should be using live video this particular way or that particular way. It's, you have to be introspective first. So if you're watching this video as a nonprofit, I encourage you to think first and identify who is my target audience and what is it that I'm trying to accomplish, you know, short and or long term. And from there, you say, what are the conversations or what is the content that I want to create that's going to drive that conversion and drive that um, success that we're looking for? Right. Mm -hmm. So that go ahead, Ross. Oh, I was just going to say, like, along with that, one of the things that, you know, a couple of things really that I, that I took away from our first interview is, you know, nonprofits generally don't have huge staffs, you know, staff of like more people than they can handle. So let's let's put these 10 people on. Right. And what was interesting is you talked about, I think it was like a, a bike, some bike event or something in Indianapolis. But you talked yes. about something. Yep. I, I actually played the clip this morning and yeah. talked about how quickly they picked it up. Like this isn't yes. something that's necessarily like six years and meetings and bring the board in and all that. It, it's just the natural storytelling skills that the executives who run these organizations have that they use in explaining to the board and other people like that why they do what they do and why it's important. If they just start telling those stories or like the example you gave, the woman just picked up her phone and started said to you, is it okay if I give a tour? Well, of course yes. it's right. So, yes, that was, so you're referencing uh free will and community bikes in Indianapolis, yes. which was uh, state 34, I believe of 50 last summer. And again, you can read, I'm going to plug myself real quick here. Read all about it at 
teamstrub.com or go to Amazon and get 50 States, 100 days, the book. But um, yeah, it's incredible how quickly so many of these organizations are able to adopt and understand uh, the technology itself, right? That all you really need to do, and, and we're, we're blessed to be here on the Blue Jeans Network um, having this collaborative discussion. And I've, I've stated many times that I think we're not very far off from uh, Facebook introducing natively the opportunity to bring multiple voices together. And I think Ross would probably agree that that's an enormous step for uh, even more egalitarian uses of uh, live video and collaborative live video. Um, but to be able to broadcast uh, from your organization or you know, from a volunteer event, whatever it might be, uh, the technical side of it is remarkably simple. You, Facebook has made it so incredibly easy to go live on your Facebook page that it's literally press one button, type in a description, press live, and we see it now on television commercials, you know, during the World Series, three, two, one, and all of a sudden you're live. It's actually on billboards here in Chicago, which I've been astonished by, that Facebook is really trying to make it as simple as possible for everyone to be able to tell their story because there is such an interest in hearing it. And that's that's the other thing that, that's so important for me to remind organizations over and over again. And I'm going to cite my very good friend, Joe Wilson, who we all know and love here in the live streaming community. But um, I mentioned this in almost every single meeting I have. We are all famous to a few people. You know that Chris Bryant is famous to many, many baseball fans and, and, uh, and, and you know, on an enormous level. But you know what? Mitch Jackson is famous to a lot of people. Ross Brand is famous to a lot of people. Apparently, I'm famous to a lot of people. You know that when we go live, there are people that want to hear our story. And these organizations, when, once they understand that they have a community that wants to know more about what it is that they do, it's, I don't want to call it easy, but it's almost like a light bulb comes on that says, yes, we want to communicate our stories to these individuals in our local community. We want yeah. to be able to inspire and engage and drive conversations about the Boys and Girls Club, you know, about the United Way. We want to have conversations and we want to know, what do you think of our organization? Why do you volunteer? Why do you donate? Why are you on our board of directors? Those conversations are so interesting and so enlightening for the people that um, are out there that a lot of what I've thought a lot about recently, Ross, is determining what success looks like. And when I see Facebook running a commercial on television of someone broadcasting, you know, their, their child in a bubble bath or, you know, uh, someone sitting in a dentist chair and you see it, the, the live strip across the top of the screen and it says three people watching or four people watching. Those people are very interested in hearing and seeing what it is that you're doing and what you're communicating. Right. That is success. That is definitely success. And you never know who your message is going to reach. And that's why it's so important to keep putting yourself out there that, you know, if, if you're running one of these weekly shows, you know, that, that we love so much, you know, uh, Moxie number five and the show dot live. I'm always there to encourage these hosts and these people who are putting themselves out there to say, keep going, keep pushing. Think about yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk and his wine library. You know, how many episodes did he put out there before he made it big? You know, and that's always an inspiration to so many of us 
uh, to realize the power and the potential of these platforms and how close we really are uh, to that future of, uh, of, of broadening success. Yeah, speaking of the show.live, Mitch Jackson just joined us here in the room. Welcome, Mitch. Great to see you. Um, a great question from Alfredo, because you mentioned volunteers. How do you find willing volunteers within a nonprofit? So how do you find volunteers within a nonprofit? I think, um, you know, if we're sticking with a live video theme, a great way to do it is to communicate with and tell the stories of the volunteers uh, that you have on board. You know, when you when you speak to an executive director of a small organization or a volunteer coordinator um, and, and you, you say, hey, why not feature a volunteer of the month or, you know, depending on your resource level, a volunteer of the week or a volunteer of the quarter. Tell us their story. Allow your advocates to express why they love volunteering with Youth Rebuilding New Orleans or Youth on Their Own in Tucson, Arizona, or you know, I'll keep going back to Big Brothers, Big Sisters or the Boys and Girls Club. Like the answer is there. And the answer is those people that are already engaged and excited. And you can use Facebook Live, Periscope, uh, Blue Jeans, Busker, any of these platforms to get those messages across and using your other channels, your, your Instagram feed, your Twitter account, your email list is so crucial to say, hey, check out this five minute interview we just did with Jimmy. He's been volunteering with our organization for 20 years. And when people can hear from Jimmy, they start to say, I want to be like Jimmy. He's having such a, a phenomenal experience with this organization, you know, that it's not just the organization itself. Um, telling its own story, now you're empowering your advocates to be there and to tell your story for you. Quick hello to everybody watching on Facebook Live. Thanks so much for joining us. If you have questions, please do enter them in the chat on Facebook and uh, look forward to relaying those questions on to Chris Strub. We're talking about live streaming for nonprofits. And hey, Jen Nelson just entered the room. Welcome, Jen. I know you got a show tonight with Wine Antics at nine. Uh, feel free to put a link in the chat to Bottled TV over there on Huzzah and Facebook Live. And I want to get Nick's question in here. Nick had a question and I'm down on the chat. Let me just pull this up real quick. Nick Rishwain sure. says, can you share the biggest pain point you found with nonprofits in getting them on board with live video? Yeah, the biggest uh, pain point for nonprofits is is going to be resources, right? That a lot of these, um, you know, smaller organizations especially are strapped for time. And many times it's not that they don't want to share their stories and try new things. It's often that a lot of these organizations have, you know, maybe a half a person or even sometimes a quarter of a, you know, of course I'm using that uh, theoretically, right? But a uh, half of a person's job or a quarter of a person's job is to use social media. And so a lot of what's so critical uh, in what I do is trying to prove the value behind um, sharing these stories, right? And that's why it's so important to keep pushing and keep rooting for uh, the you know one another, as Ross does every single day with his updates and best in the business, Ross Brand, being Thank able to, to prop people up and to encourage people and to say, you know what, there are people um, succeeding with this. There are people making a difference. And I know Nick Richwain is going to ask me for success stories because every time I do a live video, he wants to know um, what are some of the organizations that are succeeding. And there are more and more doing it. Um, you know, Eat Fit New Orleans, 
um, is a fantastic example. Uh, they have a registered dietitian doing a weekly television spot. And now after that weekly TV spot, um, they're going live on Facebook with Molly Kimball and she's able to field questions about the television spot that was just on there. That's a perfect, perfect use case of using Facebook Live to supplement something that you're already doing. You know, so um, there are more and more organizations um, buying into it. And I think that the, the biggest key as organizations are considering um, these uh, new tactics is to prove to them why this is more valuable than you know, maybe scheduling out their 25 Facebook posts or their 50 tweets for the month. Because inevitably, you're going to need to give up something that you're doing to be able to incorporate live streaming into your plan. And people like Ross and Brian Fanzo and Jeff Goldberg, Mitch Jackson and Sarah Moore and Midori Verity, uh, we are the ones who say, yes, live streaming is incredibly powerful. And it's not even about us. It's about you guys. It's about everyone here in the audience taking the time. And that's why we're, we're so grateful, you know, because there's literally a billion other things that you could be doing right now, but you're choosing to watch me and Ross here uh, have this conversation. So uh, as long as you continue to express that gratitude and you recognize the value of people's time, uh, and, and hopefully this is a valuable use of your time as you're watching, um, you know, it's a very, very powerful, and you start to build that audience as you go, as, as Ross Brand has done with his, his live stream universe uh, uh, brand here. Oh, thank you, Chris. And it's really, it's really powerful in that, yes, you're going to reach far more people with a tweet, potentially, right? Like, we have far more followers on Twitter than we do on any of these live stream platforms. Obviously, traditional radio and traditional TV still has a huge reach, right? But the relationships that we've developed, I don't think we would develop on another platform, on traditional one-way TV, radio, or anything like that. The people, the great people who are here in this room joining us, uh, the people who are watching on Facebook, um, if I went down the list, I, I think I, even if I haven't met them, I communicate with them more on a daily basis than I probably <laughs> do friends and family now. So, I mean, that is the strength of this live video thing. It totally changed everything from uh, the traditional social media of text and, and pictures and things like that. Um, I want to bring in this question from Mitch. It's a great question. Aware tools, resources, read best practice that nonprofits can use to include a donate button in their social streams. Is there an app or app or service. And what I like about this question too, is, you know, um, Instagram just announced that they're going to have, you know, some, some purchasability on, on their platform. So I wonder if that could be used for people who want to donate as, as well, um, either in their, in the stories, video clips or right in, in, in somebody's feed. I think that's a fascinating question, uh, that the industry will continue to consider. Um, you know, certainly apps like Busker um, allow uh, viewers to support broadcasters directly. And I don't have enough of an answer to give you, Mitch, and I'm sorry about that, to uh, say that a nonprofit has tried that, although that's certainly an interesting idea. Um, a lot of what I do talk about with nonprofits is the idea that um, live streaming can really um, extend the value proposition um, that can lead up to uh, a traditional ask. A lot of these organizations have events throughout the year. 
Um, you know, I was just in uh, Broward County, Florida. They have a major, major United Way uh, night of giving, you know, in uh, mid-October, right? And the question is, how can we, you know, and, and at that event each year, what they would do is show some sort of, you know, two to three minute video right beforehand. And then they, they pass around the hat, right? And you're able to make that donation, you know, you fill out the envelope, whatever it is. And my proposal to these organizations is let's extend that value proposition from two or three minutes to 12 months, you know, that we're able to demonstrate our stories and communicate directly with these people that are going to donate. And that makes you feel so much more compelled to donate when you do reach that juncture. So I don't know, Mitch, that um, that a lot of these organizations have the pull at this point to run one specific live video. And then at the end of that video, make the ask right away. But I love looking at live streaming, just as you mentioned in, in a subsequent uh, subsequent comment there, my Starbucks is starting to wear off a little bit, that, uh, <laughs> that this is a long-term game. And I think it's definitely a long-term game for nonprofits as well, to be able to gain the trust of their communities, of their potential volunteers, of their donors, that it's not always that first or second time that you see someone on camera where you see someone telling their story, but that fifth, that's, and I know a lot of people in the, right. watching this video right now have seen Chris Strub a bunch of times, you know, that um, things often take time and live streaming is a phenomenal way to really extend that value proposition that you're making to your audience before you make that ask. Well, a really powerful thing that you just said that, that has to be highlighted, right, is when they are going to pass around the hat, they play a video beforehand, right? And the video makes you cry or it makes you think or whatever. They don't pass around their annual report. They don't tell you – they don't pass around uh, the resolution number in the state house where they're trying to get a bill passed. <laughs> you know, They don't open up the books and show you and, – and, and so if they are showing the video and it's, it's bringing people in at the time that they want their heaviest hitters to give, right? Why wouldn't video be the way to start building a relationship, telling those same kind of stories? Because ultimately, that's what brings you in. It's the story how you changed one child's life or how you made a difference with one project. It's it's you know, statistics are great and and impact across the globe and influence and all that is wonderful. But it's showing that journey. Right. It's just not numbers it's that human connection that you can see the difference being made that makes somebody want to open up their wallet or or give their time or whatever so while you wouldn't ask right after the first instagram video that somebody ever watched about probably right. you could right. have that option up there not ask and maybe they can click the button if they want yep. but like you said over time you're building a pathway to the con to that contribution. And so if you're doing video at the moment of the ask, why wouldn't you do video all along the path? <laughs> Correct. Yeah, the path is is so critical. You know, the, the path is everything because these organizations are not uh, these op they're working year round. You know, they're not just working the day of the, the big gala event, you know, so why not use uh, your social media channels to tell a, sto a long-term story. And that's where the strategic um, uh, concepts 
need to come into play and you need to have that that long term view of it. Right. You know, a, a lot of the, the, the giving events have happened in the last month or so. And I think now is the perfect time to start planning your strategy towards your next fall giving campaign, you know, and tell us stories throughout the year. And Ross, the other thing I wanted to mention while we're on this point is um, that we're not just talking about gaining those individual donors, right? And this is where I love opening up the spectrum of the different ideas that we talk about with nonprofits throughout the course of these meetings, is that some organizations are looking for uh, more of a, a corporate connection, right? Like maybe right. you're looking to find more board members. Okay, so that's your objective. We're looking to find, we're looking to strengthen our connections within the community and identify, you know, that that corporation that might make a you know a, a twenty five thousand dollar gift and might line up a whole group of volunteers to come in, you know, once a month instead of trying to find those individual volunteers one by one. So that's a different live video strategy. That's right. where you say, let's bring in two or three of our favorite board members and have them explain why this partnership that they have with our organization is of such immense value to Pathmark or to, and I'm just, you know, whatever brand it is, you know, why is Starbucks giving this amount year after year? This all goes back to empowering others who believe in you to tell your story. You know what I mean? And this is such right. a fantastic way to encourage people to come in and make that relationship official. Think of how much, if you're watching this and you run a nonprofit, think of how much your job revolves around gratitude, about sending thank you notes, about picking up the phone, about shaking hands and giving hugs at these events. Hmm. Live video is a spectacular way to express gratitude in mass and to express gratitude publicly. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you right. for making this donation. Thank you for donating your time as a board member, as a volunteer, as our staff member of the month. Whatever it is, live video gives you that opportunity to put your CEO, to put the, the face of your organization in front of the people that he or she needs to be communicating with on a regular basis and allows that person to express gratitude to all of the people that make the work that you do on a regular basis possible. And when you look at it from a long-term perspective and you don't just say, oh, well, let's talk to this volunteer and see how it goes. No, no. Why don't you identify six volunteers and speak to them every two weeks for the next three months or whatever the math might end up being. Whatever it is, look at the sequence. Remember how we're talking about building these relationships on an ongoing basis. Look at how Ross has a different guest on every Monday. And maybe you missed him last Monday, but you know you can catch him next Monday. There's a reason and there's a psychology behind that. The same reason you can watch Saturday Night Live every Saturday or you watch the 5 o'clock news at 5 o'clock every single day. That repetitive nature of what you're doing is what makes a difference and is what allows you to build that relationship. And when you do send out that annual giving report, now you've been on their minds all year long rather than just, oh, I got, a, I got an envelope in the mail today, I should give. 
And let them follow the stories, follow the story of the child that's being helped. I mean, I understand there's there's privacy issues and whatever, but there's parents who or, or you know, I, I don't know why I keep thinking children, I guess, because you worked with the youth organizations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it could be it could be senior citizens. It could be a, any story where you're making a difference. It could be something in the environment. It could be what, wherever you're making a difference. You could stream the story and show the as progress is made, come back and visit, show that kid's first day of school or show that 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 person who, who didn't have a place to live finding their first home or whatever it is. Right. You, that you're doing um, actually show it happening and 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 show the story because that story will have an imprint in somebody's mind far greater than saying we help. 3,000 people and distributed X number of whatever, but that story becomes addictive. It becomes, you know, it becomes sort of a, it becomes reality TV, except better than reality TV because it's actually real and you can actually interact with the principals, with the stars of that story on an ongoing basis and get, get real feedback from them. You can ask questions if you're somebody who's watching and you want to give and you're thinking, well, I have a question about this. And, and, you know, how many times like an organization comes and they drop off something at your door or whatever, they ask you for a donation on the spot and you're like, I got to look and find more information. They're like, can I, can I call you or do you have something? Uh, well, that's not usually how we work. Right. But what if they said, we're going to be on next week and our executive director is going to be doing a town hall or taking questions or explaining this and you can ask your questions how, how much closer would it be instead of saying well you know we'll have a report out next month <laughs> i mean yeah. you know i mean come on i mean the the biggest reason people don't give is they don't know enough about the organization and they don't have the time to sit there and do their due diligence but if they could get on online and just ask somebody a question human to human like we're talking here all of a sudden, I mean, the relationship we've built now through you and I interacting online, we've never met in person, but interacting through live video. If you said, hey, I need you to support this organization, I'm like, hey, if Chris is behind it, I know it's going to be a worthwhile cause. Well, Ross, I want to make another point, too, that um, so much of what uh, obviously Humana is a, a healthcare company. So, you know, a lot of my right. focus in the last five months has been health related and um conversation is healthy yeah, telling your story is yeah. healthy and it's not to be ignored the value of allowing and empowering uh you know a staff member or a volunteer or a board member um it's very very touching and inspiring and i did uh, i facilitated an interview um, at Wellspring in Louisville, Kentucky, a few months ago with um, a, a gentleman who uh, has, uh, Wellspring is a mental health recovery organization, uh, pretty small. And uh, this gentleman, his name is Cliff, and you can go back and watch this uh, video on the Wellspring Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash wellspring.ky. Um, incredibly moving powerful stuff it's the executive director and this gentleman cliff and they were both nervous neither one of them had done a facebook live before and and uh, it was all a, a new concept to them and the moment we had uh that that button pushed it was it was therapeutic it was emotional 
they, they were both holding back tears. Those of us who were watching in the room were holding back tears. And you could see in the comments just people rooting him on. And when she read the comments back to him, excuse me, when she read the comments back to him, it was shockingly powerful to remember that the people that whose stories we need to tell are not, you know, all of these, uh, the regulars, and it's nothing against all of the, these live streaming pros and everything, but, you know, a lot of us get a bad rap because we, we, we think that it's just us speaking to one another on a regular basis. The most powerful thing to me and the reason why I love doing what I do is that their stories are the ones that are, are going to really move and inspire and encourage people. And when you remember that, that the work that we're doing as live streaming professionals and live stream stars is going to encourage and inspire people and actually make an enormous difference in their lives, it is incredibly easy to wake up in the morning, go to work and say, yeah, I have the best dang job in the world. Because I know that if I can impact one person's life, I could care less what the totality of the numbers are. And I say this all the time, you know, that I'll do a Periscope or I'll go on, on someone else's show and, and they'll be like, oh, well, there's no one watching. But you know what? If I can have a conversation, if I can tell this story and it impacts Jen Nelson, who's watching right now to say, oh, my God, this is inspiring. This makes me want to change you know, something about what I do, or now I feel more inspired to go out and, and, you know, volunteer with this organization, or one of my favorite things to do, Ross, is encourage these live stream stars to spend right. a day donating their time to show an organization how this works, right? That's what I do on a day-to-day -day basis, and I am so incredibly blessed, but I encourage, and I, I'm asking now every one of you guys uh, in the live stream stars universe, who, who loves to broadcast and, and do these things, take a day and offer to go share your expertise with, an or, with your favorite organization in your community and see how powerful it is for, for that individual to say, I had no idea that this was something that I could do. Right. I had no idea the potential impact of this. And I had no idea that my story means so much. I, I can't tell you how emotional it is to see these emails come back that are like, Chris, you reinvigorated our entire approach to marketing and you made us realize just how valuable our story is. And every single one of you guys watching this who knows how to press a button on your phone and knows how to read the comments and react and be grateful to the audience and, and all of those basic tenets that we talk about over and over again with live streaming, you have that power too. And if I make one ask tonight, I would love to see all of you go out and have that conversation with your favorite organization in your community. Wow. And when you talk about the power of story, I mean, Nick Grishwain shared something here in the chat that, you know, Youth on Their Own is an organization that got him involved just because one of their employees told her own story as a homeless youth. So it's the power of that one person story that, 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 you know, can make that huge difference, like you said. And I want to ask you if you have a few tips to for the organization that just has no idea where to start, because you've given up so much valuable information about different places along the process. But I can still see that there are people probably thinking, great, but I just can't do it. Right. So before I get to that, though, 
I know you have a, a program with Humana where they're doing uh, a series of live streams. Why don't, why don't you tell everybody about that? Uh, because there's a broadcast coming up tomorrow and some people may want to try and catch that tomorrow. So. Yeah. Part of what's been wonderful, again, as we talk about the consistency and the idea of coming back with multiple videos, is that Humana as an organization has committed to a series. Uh, we call it the uh, Start With Healthy uh, video series. It's primarily on Facebook, and we're looking at uh, hopefully also dual streaming to YouTube live, but don't hold me to that quite yet. Um, but uh, that's that video. The second video in the series will be with uh, Chef Nino Thibodeau uh, tomorrow at the same time, 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Eastern, on Humana's Facebook page, facebook.com slash Humana. I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there live in the room along with the chef, and I get a chance tomorrow to work with him and meet him. Uh, it's also his birthday tomorrow, so that'll be exciting. Um, to really just explain, uh, you know, that live streaming is very much just uh, – it's it's – not a copy, but it's very similar to the same way you might present your story in real life as we were talking about before. So right. um, I couldn't be more excited to be working with Humana on this series. And uh, it's really a terrific way to uh, to see how an organ, a major, I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, uh, top 60 organization in the country and one of the biggest healthcare companies uh, in the world. Um, is pioneering uh, a use of live streaming. And it's so important as we were talking about the individual use cases like Ross and Mitch and Sarah Moore. Um, right. We love pointing to those, but we also love uh, cheering on um, organizations that are setting the tone for um, other businesses to enter into the fray so that there are more opportunities for individuals like Ross and, and like many of us who uh, are passionate and have this unique skill set. So seven o'clock Eastern, uh, Friday night, uh, November 4th, uh, facebook.com slash Humana. Um, I'll be there and uh, we hope to see you there as well. I promise it'll be uh, a heck of a lot of fun. Awesome. Sounds great. Um, so get just a few tips for the the nonprofit executive or the nonprofit volunteer or just somebody who wants to do some volunteering and they think, you know, he made the great case for live streaming. He gave tips for when I get good at it, boy, I can tell my story and all this stuff. But but what what are a few of the basics just to get started? What what does somebody need to do besides press the button and say go? Okay. The first thing that you want to do is identify what your objective is. So before you even consider platforms, before you even consider uh, social media at all, the most important thing for your organization to do is to understand and, and recognize how you will measure success within your organization. That is different with every single organization and that is unique to you. So if you can't tell me when we sit down what it is that you're trying to accomplish, I think you have to take a step back before you even consider social media at all and say, why? What are we trying to accomplish? Are we trying to find more volunteers? Are we trying to increase donations? Are we trying to find more board members? Are we trying to increase our staff retention? That's another thing that's come up quite a bit. There's a brain drain in the nonprofit industry, right? So can we focus on the staff stories to say, hey, you know what? The United Way is a great place to work. And we really value and recognize uh, all of the individuals that, that have worked with us for a long time. And this is a wonderful place to be. So I want you to you know, take a clean sheet of paper and write down what are the things that I want to accomplish. 
And I don't think that really any organization's ultimate goal is to increase our likes on Facebook or get more followers on Periscope. That does not, that, that is not helping your bottom line. It's not helping your beneficiaries. It's not helping the people who need your services in the community, right? So start with that. And then from there, once you identify, okay, we need more volunteers to come out. Is that groups of volunteers? Is that individual volunteers? Is it both, right? What, what, which, and I've had this conversation a lot, okay? 65% of our volunteers are individuals, but we'd love to see that go up to 80% in 2017. Okay, so your objective is we want to use live streaming to tell the stories of the volunteers that are reliable and that are really personable and would love to share their story with the prospective volunteers that are in the community, right? So who are the people that can help you help tell your story for you? The second thing you want to do is I promise you, you need to ingrain in your brain, and this is the hardest thing to wrap your mind around, write it down. Commit to being consistent. Don't give up after one try. Okay, ask any live streamer out here, ask Ross Brand, ask Mitch Mitch Jackson, ask anyone out there when they press the button for the first time. Did you have thousands of people flocking in and commenting? Of course not. We all start with zero. Or if we want to cite Chaka Johnny, we all start with one heart and one follower. Right. So understand that when you connect with even one person, there's immense value in it. And maybe the second time you broadcast, you go to two, and then you go to five and ten, and that's how your audience grows. But please don't get discouraged if it's not working right away. This is a long-term game, and every single one of us in the live stream universe is working towards a long-term goal. And I promise you, as the technology gets better, as Facebook becomes even more and more and more video-based as Periscope hopefully rebounds, that there is going to be an increased focus in being able to tell your story through a live platform. And starting now, you know, starting a year ago was probably the best time to start, but the second best time to start is now. Do you give people recommendations? Um, Christy Guillantine uh, asked on Facebook, uh, if you give recommendations for resource strapped nonprofits, how often they should live stream, what they what you consider being consistent for yep. you know, an organization that doesn't have a lot of time? Great question. Consistency and frequency are two different things. So when you're looking at this organizationally, I want you to think practically and say, how often can I commit to spending 45 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever it might be. How consistent can I commit to being? And that can be once a week. That could be once a month. That could be once a quarter, right? But I want you to say, okay, I can do this with this frequency and then take out a calendar and say, on this day, this month, I want to tell this story. And on this day, the next month, I want to tell this story. And on this day, the next month, 
and so on and so forth. Understand your own limitations as a nonprofit and as, a, as any organization, business, whatever, and say, this is what I can commit to at this time, and I'm going to commit to trying this on this basis, right? So you don't want to, you want to identify, I would say at least three or four times, just as Humana has with the Start With Healthy series, to say, we're going to get a pattern, and then after the pattern is over, we can look back and say, ooh, we should have tried this, maybe we should have broadcast at a different time, maybe we should have spoken on a different topic, maybe we should have had a different person on camera, but understanding the limitations within your organization and what you're able to commit to is the key to starting to build that audience and starting to build that trust with your audience. You're better off being consistent, right? Than you are you're you're better off being on a little bit less and being consistent than you are being on more and nobody knows where or when to find you, right? Yes. And I you know one of the other biggest keys of course is you want to give people an opportunity to tune in. It's it's amazing right. uh, how simple that sounds. But take a look, if you want a great example of it, take a look at what Ross Brand does uh, on a regular basis, that promoting his shows in advance gives people who are interested an opportunity to tune in. The same way you wouldn't knock on a coworker's door just randomly and say, hey, do you have an hour for a meeting? You know, you say, hey, do you have an hour for a meeting next Wednesday at 10 a.m.? Okay, let me put it on my calendar. That's been a huge realization. It sounds so simple. Right. But it's been a huge realization, I think, for me and I think for the live streaming community as a whole, that we need to understand this is basic human behavior, that we need to be respectful of other people's time. You know, the same way we wouldn't just stream for four hours or whatever. You know, we say, OK, we're going to have Chris on for an hour and we're going to do it Thursday at this time. And if you can join us, fantastic. And if you can't make it, we'll be back next Thursday with the next edition of Ask the Expert. Right. And I, I just want to say a quick hi again to some of the people on Facebook Live. We appreciate you joining us. Tony Henderson Mayers is with us. Uh, she hosts the Wise Courtship Show, 9 a.m. Eastern, every day on Periscope. You can find that at Wise Courtship. Christy hosts Snap, Chat Snap, not Snapchats, Chat Snap, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays on Twitter, great Twitter chat. Um, so hey to both of you. Also, hello to Claudia Santiago was here. Uh, she's really you talk about being consistent. She's doing shows every single day. Each day, each Monday is a certain themes like health and wellness. Tuesday is is her business show Thursday nights. And I'm sure she's getting ready right now. She gives you an inside look at a rehearsal. So you talk about somebody building a schedule and sticking to it. It's pretty impressive what she's doing because she's doing a different kind of show every single day of the week. It's, it's endlessly um, awesome, you know, to see just this community of live streamers and especially to see the support. And, uh, you know, obviously a lot of these folks are, are here to support you, Ross. And for excellent reason that I, I, honestly think you're one of the very best in the business. And, uh, you know, we expressed this as a group uh, a few weeks ago, and I want to echo that sentiment quickly before we run out of time here, um, that the commitment that you have made 
to the live streaming community as a whole has been incredibly inspirational and powerful to so many of us. And when you see articles uh, that reference uh, the name Ross Brand uh, in the news recently, in, in PR and all of these things, know that there's more of those accolades and there's more of that incredibly positive attention uh, coming to you Ross Brand, to spin this back on you, my friend, because you have been the number one fan for so many of us, myself included, uh, for a very, very long time. And so I, I don't want to belittle the, uh, the the power and the respect um, that not just I, but so, so many of us have for the amazing work that you do every single day. So don't ever think that what you do, Ross, is not incredibly value, valuable to so many of us. Uh, myself included. I am so, so grateful to have had the opportunity to be here. And I am so, so grateful to all of these awesome live streamers for taking some time out of their very busy schedules to join us here tonight. That's so amazing of you guys. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. I really appreciate those kind words, Chris. And it's so great to have you on. Not a lot of people have been on twice at two different shows, but you've been on twice, two hours. And I mean, I feel like we still only scratched the surface. So I'm sure we're going to have you on 2017. Maybe maybe you'll do live stream news and you'll talk about what's what's new and new processes that that people are using in their live streams, new ways that they're using technology. We should have done live stream sports tonight, Ross. This is the perfect night for it. Next time, next time, next time, maybe we do that. Maybe we do that. You gotta, you gotta go out for the, uh, you gotta go out for the first game where they put up the banner, the first home game. Oh my goodness! You, you guys, you guys should have seen how crazy, how intense it was to try and hang a W in a hotel room with no pins or no nothing. This was, this took me a good half an hour to get it up there. So it's, it's not a W hotel, way. is it? It's it is not, not a W. w. No. <laughs> so, is, uh, see, so it wasn't there already, or you didn't no. take it off the lobby. <laughs> no, but you know, I, the the day after the Cubs win the World Series, you got to fly that W. So, uh, shout out to everyone in the Cubs nation. I'm just proud to be a part of it. Very exciting stuff. Thanks so much, Chris. Thanks for sharing all your knowledge and wisdom, and thanks for all the great work that you're doing. Um, definitely uh, keep me posted on the series that that Humana's doing as well. Um, you can check out Chris uh, Teamstrub.com, also at Chris Strub across social media, Twitter, and particularly Snapchat. That's that's still uh, still a big place for you, right? You still love using Absolutely. Snapchat, and you're very active there. Yep, especially through that. Uh Chat snap every Wednesday at 2 p.m. And I want to thank Christy Gillentine, who is one of my favorite people awesome. in this universe, uh, for, for spending some time tonight as well. So thank you so much, Chris. And uh, I wish you a great evening. And we'll be back with live stream stars on Monday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, Ross Brand Live. Have a great evening, everybody.